Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Tricia Julian, CIO at Baptist Health. In this segment, we talk about why it's critical not to deviate too far from an EHR's foundation in terms of functionality, especially when it's epic, how learning about a product's inner workings can help users make more informed decisions, and how the organization was able to forge key partnerships between operations and IT. I'm sure it was really critical to have this in place because when you described the schedule of, of how things happen, it seems like it, 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 was, it was intense for a while there for, for the organization. Yes, it was. <laughs> We're all glad it's in the rear view. <laughs> right. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, but today, to your point, there are circumstances that emerge where Epic, the way it's functioning, it's functioning as it's designed to function, but there may be a desire to configure it differently, customize a workflow to respond to Baptist Health needs. And so we're careful about how much we do customize, and the reason for that caution is we know the vendor, Epic, is constantly developing new functionality in their product. And so if you go too far away from their foundation development, Mm -hmm. then when they release their next major set of product enhancements and functionality, we Baptist Health would be hampered to roll it out if we've done too much customization for Baptist Health. There's a lot of cycle time that would be required to test that capability. With that said, what we seek to do is really pause to assess if that enhancement is a must-do, and then if it is, gain the support from the service line to explain to their user community about the enhancement that's coming, help us vet it out that the design and the configuration that's been requested is the optimal one for their service line, and then ultimately help us gain the approval needed to move it to production. Right. And then if it's decided that it is not in the best interest, is there a process in place for, for making sure that that's communicated and that there's, there's an understanding, even if they're not happy with the result? They do. So we have, they'll help us with the service line communication for sure, and then we have overarching EPIC governance councils. There's a physician governance council. There's a multidisciplinary governance council, which is meant to recognize nursing, um, PT, so our therapies, rehab, all the disciplines that also rely on the product. So we'll take decisions that come from service lines to those governance councils to even allow those that are not necessarily directly involved with the service line to have awareness about decisions that are being made and changes that may be coming or decisions that were made not to change the product. Okay, so there's a lot in place to try to make these systems as usable as possible, but at the same time you have to do what's right for the entire organization. True statement, and what's beautiful, again, about the physicians who have joined these service lines, they've gained strong awareness about the interfunctionality of the product and how making a change may cross over out of their discipline, if you will, to their colleagues, and so that awareness is allowing them to make more informed decisions um, and understand the need for the communication and why some of these decisions need to be slowed down a bit for other input before we move forward. Right. Okay. So looking at at right now, what do you consider really the big priority on your plate? So as we are 
approaching 2019, we do have activities underway right now to start planning for all of the there are 80 applications that when we bring EPIC live also come live at the same time. And so this hospital at Baptist Health Floyd, mm -hmm. we are working to get everything in motion to prepare for their go live in the summer of 2019. Okay. So that's a major initiative that really requires all of the IT teams. Right now the infrastructure team is nearing the end of their project. That will finalize in October of this year. They will have gotten all the connectivity from a networking perspective in place such that Baptist Health Floyd will be operating on the same infrastructure as the other seven hospitals. At the same time that we're planning this Floyd integration, the other thing that we're doing is EPIC released in February of 2018. They released their next major product. EPIC 2018 is its name. And so we are, it's a six-month project to test for that functionality that's in EPIC 2018 and prepare for a go live here at Baptist Health. So we want to come live on EPIC 2018 this calendar year in November. We just went live on EPIC 2017 in March. Mm -hmm. So there was a six-month project to lead up to that, and yeah. my team really didn't get much of a reprieve before their back heads down now to do EPIC 2018. Wow. So that's it's kind of on the application again. side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then our networking team is doing a lot to look at our network design. We're doing a wide area network redesign and that's going on in parallel with these other activities. We've got some phone system replacement going on in our hospitals, so we're uh, moving to a single platform voice over IP. Um, so that's occurring. We've got a cyber program that's underway, many tasks and activities there to just continue to solidify our security stance. So a variety of, of moving pieces and parts that we're aligning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. No, no shortage of, of uh, priorities. <laughs> and what about a, uh, consumer engagement and the strategy there? What, how are you looking at that at this point? Sure. Great question. So, one of the tools that we do really appreciate that Epic presents to clients when they come live is a product called MyChart, and MyChart is the opportunity for a patient to connect via a portal to be able to see information that we have in their electronic health record. So it facilitates the opportunity for a patient to schedule an appointment, so it could start there, to then when a patient has that appointment, if there were labs drawn, when those results come back in, uh, there's a communication that reaches out to a patient via their email to let them know to log into their patient portal to see their lab results. Same with radiology results. Physicians can communicate uh, information specifically to the patient when those lab results do come in or radiology. They'll provide any guidance to the patient in that portal. We also, the patients can readily request prescription refills. We have retail pharmacy live with Epic at all of our hospitals. Okay. And so that's actually, um, we had some hospitals go live on the retail pharmacy back in 2016, but this year, as of March, we have all of our hospitals live with the retail pharmacy function in Epic. So what's beautiful about that is if our patients have their medications at our retail pharmacy, 
then through my chart, our retail pharmacy can notify them actually ahead of time when they're due for a refill. So it doesn't necessarily require the patient to reach out to us, but we'll proactively get that ready and let them know that it's ready and waiting for them. Right. With that MyChart product, what we've done is our hospitals have opportunities to sit down with patients in a panel-like setting to gain feedback from patients about their experience with that facility, let's say. So what the hospitals have been generous to do with our IT team is we asked to be a part of those panels with the patient so that we could specifically use a panel uh, to talk with the patients about my chart and about their experience with my chart and anything that they'd like to see us do to help strengthen that opportunity to give them information. And so we have heard some requests for telehealth, so we're looking at telehealth options in our future. Epic has uh, support for that and there, especially as 2018, their version 2018 released, there's a lot more functionality that Epic is bringing to bear using the MyChart tools for telehealth and remote access between patients and physicians in the moment or nurse practitioners. Right. That's really um, refreshing to hear that IT being part of those conversations, which, you know, certainly hasn't always been the case in the past. We are well pleased. The EPIC project did really give us a chance to build some key partnerships between operations and IT. And my prior role before joining Baptist was in an operations role. And so I appreciated the relationship that I had with the director of IT as the COO to be able to pause and just talk about tools that might make sense to help streamline care and and support the nurses and doctors and being able to give their dedication and focused attention to patients. So in the spirit of that, we wanted to be able uh, to continue to have that sort of philosophy and approach when we work with our operational team members. We're one big family in terms of trying to take care of the patient, so we wanted to bring all the various perspectives and expertise to bear to really think about how do we deliver to the patient what they need. So we have had a welcome response from our operational counterparts, which we appreciate heavily. Right. Okay. And so you, you've been actually at the CIO role for, for about a year or so, right? That's right, starting uh, February of last year. Okay. So any, any uh, thoughts on, on the first year? I mean, it certainly sounds like you've had quite a lot going on, but how it's been for you to uh, adjust to that role? So... It was a bit of a natural transition in terms of having had the responsibility that I carried with my team for the EPIC integration. We were working so closely together across the department and across the organization that my goal in the transition was just to keep up those relationships that we had forged and continue to present opportunities for us to hear in IT Um, where the product wasn't delivering um, and how we could continue to improve the product. During my first year, probably the the thing that I couldn't have predicted was we had some changes in our overall leadership. So our, our CEO departed a month after I arrived, a month after I took over as the CIO. We had some financial challenges that faced our organization that required some hard decisions. So it was probably more acclimating to 
exactly what was going on um, at that senior executive level, which I had not been a part of, and seeking to sit at that table, hear what we were facing, hear what some of the financial challenges were, and then coming back with that knowledge to my leadership team and with their help really defining what projects we absolutely needed to carry forward and which ones we could pause on um, in an effort to help with some of the financial needs we faced. And so I'm really pleased at the outcome that we as collectively as a whole, Baptist Health, it's been a tremendous effort and a tremendous turnaround that is a credit to everybody. Every person at Baptist Health took part in that. Um, and then I'm well pleased with the IT team for really thinking through how to navigate that situation in such a way that we still would deliver the technology to our user community and to our patients the way they needed, but also pause some of the projects where needed uh, to help shore up the financial status. Right. Not, not easy stuff. <laughs> not easy decisions. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it, it, it sounds like um, it's been a, a really a great first year officially in that role, and, and that's certainly a lot to keep you busy for, uh, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> there is. To your point about consumer experience, we still have to be looking forward. Um, we are putting together initial ideas around clinical analytics and uh, data governance. We are live on Epic's Healthy Planet product, and so that is our population health module. So we've got a lot going on in that space. Um, we have a clinically integrated network and we have an ACO. So that Healthy Planet tool has been a key component to that. And so we'll continue to work with our operational partners as they strategize around ongoing needs with Pop Health and the clinically integrated network. So yeah, there's no shortage of work for sure. Right. All right. Well, that wraps up what I wanted to talk about now, but I'd definitely like to touch base again and maybe get more into some of the ACO and population health work you're doing. That sounds terrific. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate your time and look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate your time. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.